This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. podcast brought to you as always by the hockey podcast network my name is nick berlansky and i am sans nick horwat today to start out season three episode three but we have a great show for you guys today we know the nhl season started on tuesday with the penguins against the tampa bay lightning but we're on a little bit of a vacation here just a quick one we will be back in full on next monday's episode but in the meantime we brought you what has become our annual interview with Hockey Troll and Polly Cupcakes of the official Caps Chirp podcast. We talk all things Washington Capitals against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, we have a little bit of a surprise with what Hockey Troll has to do to kind of pay his dues to me from last season's bet. And we just overall have a fun conversation with those guys as we do every time. So I'm going to send it over to our interview with the boys from the official Caps Chirp podcast. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Tip of the Iceberg Podcast, brought to you as always by the Hockey Podcast Network. Make sure you use promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, because that is also a sponsor here at the Tip of the Iceberg. Again, great odds and opportunities. Promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook app. We are joined by two very special guests. Kind of the same way we kick off every season here at the Tip of the Iceberg is inviting our rivals from the official Caps Chirp Podcast onto our show and they usually reciprocate so i'm sure you can catch us on their show at some point this season but we welcome on the hockey troll and Polly cupcakes of the official caps chirp podcast here onto our podcast how are you boys doing good man uh you know like we said in the pre-interview uh it has been quite the tradition uh and of course we will reciprocate this but uh yeah i mean thanks for the uh thanks for the invite it's always a pleasure talking to you um which is more than I can say for most Penguins fans that I know. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm doing good. Glad to glad to be talking to you again. Um, <clears throat> you know, I was getting some real Mike Lang vibes on your intro there. So, you know, maybe, maybe you're the next iconic guy. Right, well, right, right. I don't know if you guys understand just how much that compliment meant to me, but I appreciate it, Paulie. Hey, man, I grew up an hour away from it all. I know what he means. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he's probably the reason that I, I'm even doing this. So I, I I do really appreciate that. I'm glad to see that Hockey Troll seems to have gotten his wardrobe under control for this because his golf wardrobe was not looking sturdy earlier in the day. Yeah, so uh, I went out and it was rainy out here um, in Wheeling and uh it was just like drizzling and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out. We're going to go play nine before the podcast goes. Took a little nap ski, you know, like pregame nap before you go out to hit the links. Um, you know, made sure I packed my beer. I bought a bunch of new gloves and I was like so pumped to try a couple of them out. Mm-hmm. Get there and I'm like, oh, all I have there are my Crocs. So I just barefooted it and I shot on nine like a 48, I think. So not terrible. Hey, there you go. Maybe that's the magic, the magic wardrobe for you. You just got to go barefoot each time. Natural. I think Seriously. TJ Oshie was just golfing barefoot. 
Yeah. Following in the footsteps of the Osh man. It was and either him or Nick Jensen. I don't know. Oh. Either way, you're following your superstars and you're following your idols over there, HT. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was, it was a good time. You know, I'm super obsessed with golf anymore. So mm-hmm. um, I'm loving it. Loving the progression. I don't think I've actually talked to you guys on podcast. Sorry to cut you off, Paulie, but since I moved down to Virginia, I think we did once, but man, I still see TJ Oshie's face all over the place at the freaking grocery store. And every time I see it, I just, I shake my head and I think of you two. I'm like, man, they they would be laughing if they saw how upset I got at this every time. (laughs) We would. In person or advertisements? Advertisements. No, not in person. <laughs> well, That'd be cool. in case any of your listeners or viewers are confused because we are a capitalist podcast, I am sporting my Raider gear because they had a big win against the Steelers. The uh, terrible towel was a little more of a handkerchief that day. Uh, <laughs> had to had to get that one in there. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, they are one in three as of this recording, so I'm sure there's a lot of people that would like to dance on our grave a little bit right now. I love to see it. I love to see it every time. Um, And I will be, you know, I might as well just put it on now because (laughs) I do owe, you know, a hockey troll always pays his debts. And we did have a bit of a wager at the beginning of the year last year. And we said the, I said the Washington Capitals will go deeper into the playoffs than the Pittsburgh Penguins. That was not the case by one fucking game. Uh, we lost our series by in five games. You lost your first round series in six. So I was forced to fucking buy this shit. And you know what? Kudos to fanatics because they remarket me on online all the time. So now I'm like, it's like, don't miss out on this great penguins gear. You know, I'm like scrolling through fucking Twitter and that, and now I got, Oh God damn it, dude. This is, this is just, Oh, all right. Well, hold on while I put this fucking thing on. Jesus. Yeah. I've never, I never would have thought. Uh, no problem at all. But uh, you know what? Honestly, at this point, <laughs> I am. It's not the beers. It's not the beers that's making me, my body reject this. But good. Oh, God. Oh, look at me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, in the sea, the captain. Uh, Bright uh, yellow. Oh, this is uh, the most uncomfortable I think I've ever been in my life. Oh my God. God. (laughs) I love it. it. You know, hockey troll, to be completely honest, I think the fact that you're now getting fanatics advertisements for the Pittsburgh Penguins might be even sweeter than the fact that I'm seeing you right now. Don the black and gold. I think the fact that it's just going to continue to keep on giving with each of these things is going to make it even better. Mm. I think he should have to wear it when we record later. <laughs> oh, hey, man. I mean, if you want to hold him to Paulie. that, I will definitely tune in. You'll get at least one viewer for the entire show if I get to watch that. <laughs> well, that's right. about two more than we're used to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, let, let's get into some let's get into some caps talk, some caps and pens talk right here. I mean, the first question I do have for you guys after, you know, I'm just smiling ear to ear. I'm going to be smiling the rest of this this podcast now. But what is the biggest question mark to you guys for the Caps heading into this year? Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I'll go first on that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> me personally, I think it is longevity slash endurance. Um, 
we're still an old team. The boys got pretty beat up before the playoffs. I mean, if that trend continues, at least there'll be more games to recover before the playoffs roll around. Um, but yeah, I just think with this older roster, which I think the Penguins might have some of this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Nick Backstrom is out right now and he'll probably miss the opener. So just really keeping the guys healthy, um, you know, cause I've said this plenty of times, as long as Ovi racks up the goals, I really don't care what the team finishes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's my main priority is the record, you know, five years from now we can win a cup. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of in that same boat, you know, obviously I'd love to see another cup, but I think that the priority for most caps fans is seeing Ovi put drop in. Like, I mean, what if he comes out and drops in like 60 goals? Oh my God. That would be so amazing. That'd be great. Um, And impressive. But I think the biggest question mark for us, there's so many Um, Polly really hit it on the head with the longevity and like the age of the roster. I still believe, I believe that we're still the oldest team in the NHL based on age of the roster um also goaltending you know i think last year samsonov and vanacek was a good tandem but mm-hmm. who the hell knows and then like the tertiary worry for me is strength down the middle i mean this is something that the penguins as you know have made their franchise on uh good center depth and you know you have malkin and crosby we have backstrom and who knows? I mean, it's, it's, I love Lars Eller, but he's a solid third liner. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if he can be the Nick Backstrom for 82 games plus playoffs. Uh, Backstrom's currently week to week, and Samsonov, I guess, sustained a lower body injury in the Philly preseason game. So, so, I mean, you know, to see guys getting injured this early is tough because what the fuck were you guys doing on the offseason? You know, Backstrom gets a pass, right? He's week to week, no timetable for return. That's worrisome. But to see your young goalie get a lower body injury, and I haven't, I, I didn't get to watch the game, but uh, I didn't, I don't know if somebody fell on him or something. That is something, you know, separate. But if he's just coming out, played the game, then came out in practice and mispractice, and he's like hurt, uh, under normal game circumstances, you got to think like, how were you training in the offseason and why weren't you training better? Yeah, the goaltending is something that I think both in Pittsburgh and in Washington, it's it's kind of a, you know, it could be good, but it also could not be good. It could be very bad. But the one thing that you guys could definitely fall back on, as Polly said, is is the OV chasing Gretzky thing. I mean, you guys are going to have it now. It's really starting to heat up with a full 82 game slate here. It's going to heat up even more. Right now, Alex Ovechkin has 730 goals, which pots him at sixth all time. How many goals do you guys think he's going to score this season? I mean, he's one goal behind Marcel Dion. He's 11 behind Brett Hull. And he's 36 behind Yarmir Yager. I think, realistically, he's going to be third all time after this year. Am I wrong? I I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, And I think, uh, you know, I'm thinking, you know, the homer in me is like 50. I'm screaming internally 50, 50, 50. But, uh realistically um i'd say anywhere 35 to to 50 but um probably more like in the in the 40s i think he breaks 40 paulie what do you think yeah my realistic number i'd say 45 well that's kind of my hope given his age and such 
uh, 45. Of course, I'd love to see more. I think 41, 42 is probably where he'll end up being. Um, but yeah, I completely agree. He will pass Yager this season as long as he plays at least 70 games. Yeah. Yeah. And that's always because we know he's going to take all star suspension, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, he might not since they'll. Well, he might want to take it so he can get rest before the Olympics. Right. And that's another wrinkle. Like the Olympics this year, if it does in fact become a thing, is <clears throat> you know he's going to go. This may be one of his later shots in his career to be able to represent the athletes of Russia or whatever they call it. Um, so I think that he'll he'll take that opportunity for sure. So and, you know, as a I get it now, you know, like, I mean, I, I get it. I always understood why owners and GMs didn't want it to happen. But <clears throat> you look at this team and you're like, you know, can these guys play the Olympics and the entire NHL season and compete for a cup at the same time? Who knows? I mean, I'm sure that's going through your mind, too. Right, Berlinski? Yeah, especially with Evgeny Malkin going to just be coming off of major off-season knee surgery in like late December and then getting ready to go into the Olympics, you're going to be testing that brand new reconstructed knee basically in the Olympics for the first time. I mean, he, he might play for a couple weeks before that, but he, he's going to be on that team with Alex Ovechkin because that's just how much it means to these Russian players. Right. Yeah. And <clears throat> forgive me if I'm breaking the news to your listeners, um, but Canada just announced that Crosby made, they, they submitted three names so Crosby is on Team Canada, along with uh, McDavid and Petrangelo. Those are the first three locks, I guess. So if there are Olympics, you can definitely count on uh, Captain going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that was also pretty obvious. I mean, stating the fact that he's running out of time, and I know he's done a lot for, for Team Canada, but you know the chance for to see him and McDavid play on a line, those guys were training in the offseason with Nathan McKinnon. So that's just going to be a ridiculous team. Yeah, yeah. dude. Team I mean, Canada shouldn't even, <laughs> they're in their own division. Yeah. They should I mean, have broke it, them up into two teams, honestly. <clears throat> right. And like, here's the thing. It's, it's funny you say that because I always say that like they could literally field their entire team, cut everyone and then go with their seconds on all it on like second choices on, on in another entire team and still win a gold. I mean, uh, Canada's got everything stacked for them. If they don't win the Olympics, it's a fucking embarrassment to the entire country. And I'm really hoping that they don't they don't even medal so that we can, you know, <laughs> you and me and everybody else who's in, on the state side of this network can just shit constantly on all of the Canadian hosts, of which I think there's an, like a ton. I mean, the creators are Canadian. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a majority anymore because the network keeps growing so quickly, but, mm -hmm. you know. Always fun to, to shit on Canada. We yeah. would need a welfare check on Neil Villapiano, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They should they should almost have a Team Toronto and then a Team Rest of Canada. Right. Yeah. <laughs> team Alberta. For sure. For sure. Well, I mean, when we're while we're talking slightly about the Ovechkin chase to catch Wayne Gretzky, now I know the, the picture I'm looking at right now with Hockey Troll and a Penguins gear – that is, that is something I never would have expected to see. Something else that I don't know if I'd never expected to see is the picture that I'm bringing up here, which is the grade eight, Alex Ovechkin sitting next to Sidney Crosby, joking and laughing around, and, and even Crosby with a quote in an interview with Greg Wyszynski of ESPN saying, 
you know what? I hope he catches Gretzky. I hope he does. I told him today that I hope he does. It would be awesome. He's in range, and he can score anywhere from inside the blue line. HT, I, I know Paulie's a little bit more forgiving, but HT, does it bother you to see these two being so buddy-buddy and doing tummy sticks? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think that really Crosby here is just, uh, you know, paying homage to Daddy. I mean, he's saying, you know, Daddy, yeah, you need to go. You know, we've had this discussion time and time again that history is going to look back on Ovechkin as, as the much more impactful player in my eyes because of how many goals he scores and, like, you know, the success, especially after the Cup. I mean, a player like Crosby comes around every 15, 20 years at, at the most. A player like Ovechkin comes around once every lifetime, maybe. Um you know, you're looking at like the last person that plays like Ovechkin physicality wise and, and with the with the scoring streak, Gordie Howe. I mean, that's the last guy I can really think. And I didn't ever watch Gordie Howe play. I was too, I'm too young. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I think that uh, it doesn't make me mad. I know I, I, I truly believe that these two competitors don't hate each other as like people, mm-hmm. you know, uh, on the ice. It's a different story, but I think that that's kind of par for the course for anybody that you're playing in, in sports right uh but yeah no i think th- i think it was it was classy of crosby to just basically you know admit like you know he's daddy and i'm just kind of this guy that will slowly and hopefully fade away and <laughs> walk through the sun walk into the sunset to be forgotten forever mm-hmm. well <laughs> i mean even with the wrist surgery that he had it seems like he he's still ready to lead this team because with, with Malkin out, I feel like we're going to have Crosby just say, all right, guys, I guess he can get on my back again. And that's what the Penguins are going to need. Now the Capitals for, for them to contend in this metropolitan division, what are they going to need? I mean, who, first of all, let's start with this. Who do you guys think the best teams in the Metro are this year? Oh, Paul, you want to, you want to go? Um, well, I think the Islanders are the best. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, I think probably the three teams that will lock the playoff spot in the Metro will be the Islanders, the uh, Hurricanes, and then the third one's up a little bit for debate. I think it might be the Rangers, Um, but the Penguins and Caps could still make the playoffs in that situation. But honestly, I think on paper, coming out of the gate, it's New York, New York, and Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know. It, I mean, look, the Metro year in, year out is like the most uh, competitive division in hockey. I don't care what the fuck you say. Uh, from top to bottom, they're good. I mean, what we have Columbus thrown in there. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're the only like somewhat non-contending team, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I think that the addition, you know, Last year we had Boston, and I think that we're not like getting any any worse or better. In fact, I think we're probably getting more competitive, adding Carolina back into the mix, who won the division last year. You know, that's Tampa Bay in that division as well. I uh, I think Carolina is going to be worrisome. Mm-hmm. I think that they're almost a lock to make the playoffs. I do agree that the Rangers are on the up, at, but you know. Tom Wilson has destroyed that franchise. So I'm not really sure exactly what the on ice product's going to look like. You know, they got Ryan Reeves out of 
to get tougher. I mean, Panarin still demands Vinajad. I mean, they kept a lot of pieces. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's a crapshoot. Um, I'm. What was the the original question was like, who's the best team? What was? I'm sorry. Yeah, who 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 are the best teams? So, I mean, who do you think is the class of this division? Right. So I I would say you know, top three. Um, I think the Islanders are up there. I, uh, I do think that, uh, I think that Carolina is going to surprise us. And then, you know, I think that New York, uh, the Rangers, the pins and the caps are really gonna have to fight it out. And, and then, you know, the devils, you can't sleep on them either. They're not, I don't know if they're going to sneak into a playoff spot, but maybe a wild card. I mean, who knows? Like the, the, the division's so up for grabs, but, uh, yeah, I think that, I think that there's a clear the past couple of years there's been a clear passing of the torch and we haven't been able to fully appreciate it because of COVID and how the divisions have had the realignment. But I think this year it's going to hit everyone pretty hard. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, that, I would say Carolina, uh, well, the Islanders, Carolina, and then everybody else <laughs> is yeah. just in a dogfight. Yeah, I want to buy into the New York Rangers. I really do, especially after adding Gerard Gallant as a coach. I really like what he did in Vegas in his first season, and I think he can do it in New York, but it seems like they they added playoff pieces to help them in the postseason without even reaching that yet. So I don't know if they put the cart before the horse there. That's why I'm a little hesitant on them. But other than that, you know, I've disrespected the Islanders more than enough the last couple of years. I can't do it anymore. Um, I I agree that they're probably going to run away with this division. Right. I mean, it's Barry Trotz, man. The dude's the dude's yeah. a fucking genius. The best coach in the NHL, I think. And I, you know, I, I don't know how much, how many drinks Leonsis has to drink, or how many, maybe even harder, more illicit drugs he has to take to convince himself that it was a good idea to cut him loose and not pay him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, he went to a division rival to be paired up with Lou fucking Lamarillo, dude. I, I don't, I, you know, how the that on paper, just on paper, just the thought of that is scary. Um, I don't know. And who knows? Who knows how it's going to pan out? But obviously, the Islanders have done way better than the Caps in the, in the past years. And I think also with that, it's hilarious because those two have succeeded in the last couple of seasons by refusing to get younger while the rest of the NHL does so. They continue to get older. I mean, they added what? Chara is 44 and Parise is 37. Those are their additions. They're like, we want more people with walkers. And then that's how we're going to win the cup. That's going to get us over the hump. Right. Insane. I don't know. I mean, you know, the Caps have tried it and they're continuing to try it, but it hasn't worked out, I wouldn't say, uh, for much postseason success to this point. Another week of the NFL season means another shot to win big at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a single point. Now, the last 0-0 tie in NFL history was in 1943, so I would say that's a no-brainer. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long in the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THBN. 
throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a single point. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, I do have a question about Evgeny Kuznetsov because it was heavily rumored that he was on his way out of Washington all offseason. He ended up not being traded anywhere. What is going on with the Evgeny Kuznetsov whole situation? And is he is he going to be a factor for the Capitals this year? And at least you hope. Well, you know, they even had him uh, killing some penalties here in the preseason. So I think Laviolette may be looking to spark something in him um you know he's here so he wants to use him we've talked to carl Alls- or, that's not the word carl alzner um you know and he said when when koozie's on he's the best guy out there no matter who's on the ice so you know maybe lavulette can get something out of something out of him and uh revamp his game i think there's a lot of potential for him to uh redeem himself this year Mm-hmm. But I think there's just much – well, I can't talk today. Just as much potential for him to lay a stinker of a season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you look – I mean, Carl also did say that when Kuzi is not like the guy that likes to get yelled at and like forced into these situations, he's best when he's loose and having fun. And when he's having fun and being loose out there – I mean, that's when he is the most creative and, and able to take over games seemingly at will. He came back from camp. Oh, he came back from the offseason. He bulked up. He looks completely different. I mean, he looks a little bit more jacked this season, um, which is good. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of, like, off-ice drama with the cocaine and the COVID and, you know, all the stuff that he's been in hot water for, uh, you know, if we get 2018 Kuznetsov, then I'm not so much worried about, I mean, Backstrom loss is huge. Don't get me wrong, Mm -hmm. but I think that we can, you know, hack our way into a playoff position there. Uh, But, you know, I was, I was telling people on Twitter, I was like, look, man, like if McMichael plays more than 10 games, I think that spells disaster for the caps playoffs chances because it means we're injured. Um, I mean, right now the caps are really kind of like, is it LaPierre uh, or yeah, LaPierre or um, or McMichael. So mm-hmm. who knows what's, what, what that looks like. But, I, you know, I am good with the decision. You know, at the end of the season, when we were discussing, and, and, and during the summer when we were discussing Evgeny Kuznetsov being moved, who the hell are you going to replace him with? Who can the Caps afford? And the ultimate answer was no one comparable to his – top performance i mean are you going to get a 70 point center for i mean what koozie's making around eight i think seven something are you going to get that i on free agency or through a trade one for one i highly doubt it i really especially after all of the drama in which koozie has been you know he had it covered twice in in the season last year and and one time when the playoffs were coming around so mm-hmm. and and then got suspended by the team i mean it, this is really just 
terrible optics and then you couple that with his previous season's drama with being you know banned from the IIHF for like four years so yeah I mean uh I'm happy that he's back I hope that he plays to his potential uh those are two separate completely thing completely separate things you know um Mm. I just don't see an equivalent that's available at a at the right price for the caps when in regards to that like cap hit Mm mm-hmm now, one player that I, I do like and I really enjoyed that acquisition and enjoyed watching him in a Capitals uniform last year was Anthony Mantha. I mean, he seems like he fit right in, right off the bat. And now you guys get to watch him for a full season. Where does he slot in in that top six? I would imagine that's where he's going to play. Yeah, I'd put him probably second line uh, with ability to move up to the first. Um, I think... Uh, you know, he adds that size. He creates so much space by just being there because he's huge. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see him be a little bit more physical, but, you know, he's, you know, square peg, round hole, right? I mean, yeah. I, I don't I, – I, he, he's proven time and time again that that's not his game, and that's okay. And everybody expects it from him because he's a monster. He's huge. I just don't think that Anthony Mantha is the, is the guy that's going to be that banger. And that, that's okay because he's got good hockey IQ and he disrupts the play by just cutting certain certain uh, avenues out, right? Like he'll take a lane and nobody else is going to get in that lane. He's a strong skater. He's got good hands. He's got a great shot. I'm looking for a lot from him. I am. I mean, we, lot, we sacrifice a lot of speed. Mantha's got a great first few steps, but – I mean, as far as like speeds are up and down the ice, uh, Verona was probably edge has the edge over him. Uh, Jay Fresh's little hockey cards <laughs> does say that Mantha's a little bit better on the defensive end of the puck, and that's why uh, Verona has received the ire of literally every coach he's ever played for. Mm-hmm. So, you know. One time it's it's a anomaly, two times it's a coincidence, and three times it's a trend. After the fourth or fifth coach says, Verona, you're 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 dogging it back into our own zone, like pick it the fuck up. You'd think he would learn. Mm-hmm. I know he wanted to stay in DC, but I think that he's fitting in nicely in, in Detroit. Uh, and he's gonna be part he's gonna be a leader on that team. You know, he's a cup winner and uh, he's still young, but you know, him and Larkin and, and those guys are gonna be able to and he's with Panic too, so well, no wait, Pan- Panic might have got moved, but anyways, he, uh, he he's got some familiarity there. Uh, Verona does, but as far as Mantha goes, expecting a lot, but I'd still like to see our center, you know, especially in Kuznetsov, who's who we've seen, we know, can perform to a certain level, perform to that level. Mm-hmm. Polly, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I have high hopes for him this year. I think he fits the system. He's everything you said, big body. Um, He can score. And, yeah, I think he's a bit of an upgrade from Verona. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, I'm I'm hoping, you know, I see him put 30 in the net. That'd be nice. I think Um, he's going to experience career highs this year. I think he'll – this 82-game season, I bet. I bet he's – I mean, that's just like – these type of players come in and, you know, TJ Oshie's a great example. They fit the mm-hmm. system. They work well. They experience career highs. I think that Mantha will get a career high season this season. Mm-hmm. Who just know, I just don't know like how much higher yeah. it will be. 
Yeah. You know, and I think he's a lot like Malkin, where he's a big guy that isn't overly physical. Um, I mean, Malkin has his hissy fits, and then he does something stupid, like <laughs> a big slash or a cross check or something. But, um, you know, I think it's – he's obviously not a guinea Malkin, but, you know, he's got a similar situation, and I think there's a pretty high ceiling for him. I think of Genny Malkin as one of the few NHL players that have gotten two-minute penalties for attempted decapitation because he's done that on a couple occasions. But uh, I want to get into the hard-hitting journalism now. You know, I, I want to. I don't. I'm done with the softballs. Here's the hard-hitting journalism. Is that what you call Washington what you do? Capitals, I mean, that's what I try to do. <laughs> okay. The Washington Capitals. They have a new team dog, and his name is Biscuit. Now. I was surprised because when I saw this, I was like, oh, what happened to the other one? Did, did something happen to the other one? Did they get sick? And then I looked into it because I'm, I'm a good Big J journalist. And it turns out they do this every year in, a cord in coordination with America's vet dogs. And they train them and they put them through school. And then they pair them with a veteran that needs a support animal. I absolutely love this. I think it's a great look for the team. I think it's amazing. And obviously, how can you not love that face right there of Biscuit? the chocolate lab, now the Capitals team dog. I mean, how long have they been running this program? Are you, are you guys aware of it? And how much do you think this helps at least just the spirits around the locker room? It seems like everybody loves them. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, think, Oh, go ahead. Paulie's the dog was, guy. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I think it was two seasons ago when captain came in. Um, and I think he was with them for like maybe a season and a half. And then it was time for him to transition yeah. So um, it'll be every couple of years, I think, they'll uh, get a new one. Uh, I think it's great. They're doing something great, and it's obviously great PR. And, you know, this just creates so much social media buzz for the team. Yeah. I mean, all around, I, I can't think of one negative. Um, mm -hmm. And also, Captain's the OG, but, man, I yeah. think they upgraded on uh, cuteness and biscuit. Yeah, and I will throw it back even farther than Cap. So you're yes, this program has started with Captain, and he's now with his um, forever home uh, with a with a veteran who well deserved it, you know. Um, but before the like Ovi the Bulldog was a <laughs> was a team uh, kind of dog at that point. Um, <clears throat> he's since gone a little older and has been somewhat retired from that scene. But it was not this program. So like. Yeah, like this new biscuit is going to be taking like that moniker over as like the team mascot dog or whatever. But um, this will only be the second dog from what I've heard will be doing this program. Um, I love it. I mean, this is so cool. I, I, I mean, look how cute he is. Uh, and it seems like they're uh, lab heavy because I think uh, Captain was a golden lab. So yeah. they make good support animals, apparently. I mean, look at those paws. I mean, yeah. come on. Beefy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's going to be a big boy. He's going to be yeah. big. He's going to be kind of like Anthony Mantha, power forward kind of there. You know, put the big body. We'll see how those mitts do throughout the rest of the season. Maybe he gets a little bit better on the ice, gets the one-timer going. But I think Biscuit, that you know. I think yellow and black labs get all the love. So I'm glad to see the chocolate labs get into the mix here. I think they're kind of <laughs> the forgotten lab in, in American families. Yeah. <laughs> So right, I, right. a funny story about that actually is my aunt got 
what she thought was a chocolate lab and it, it started to grow and then it kind of stopped growing its stomach was getting towards the ground and they're like what is wrong with our chocolate lab like it's growing weird <laughs> they pick it into the vet and they they actually look into it turns out he's a chocolate lab and a dachshund mix which i don't <laughs> want to know where that cross happened who was the dad adorable i don't know I, that's what I, I would love to know i've been trying to find out for like eight years but <laughs> she, she's adorable but she is she is every part you know she gets every part of both worlds there yeah yeah well you know the big and the little they find each other when i was a kid we had a he was a terrier mostly jack russell other stuff mixed in and uh he made friends with the female pitbull next door and she was a big girl um but you know they uh they found love in a hopeless place <laughs> he, he like tipper like thickies he's th he's he's all about the thickies also a warning to anyone out there who has this idea do not try to separate two dogs in that situation they do not like it <laughs> i don't think you separate any two specimens in that situation they're going to be particularly fond of what you did yeah, they, they, she was, she was like, get away from me. Dude. Yeah. It's called cock blocking. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> in human terms, if you will. Are we going to get canceled for that? I don't know. Is that even a proper term? I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, that's fine. Either way. I mean, we have a disclaimer. What? It's marked explicit. So if, if you didn't like it, don't tune in. That's yeah. true. I mean, Fair it enough. just means not allowing a male chicken to cross the road, right? Exactly. Correct. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, boys, thank you so much for joining me. I think that's a great place to end it, to be completely honest. But uh, thank you for joining me. Let our listeners know where they can find you on social media, where they can see our back and forth throughout the season, because I'm sure it's going to be plentiful. And then what's coming up for you boys on Caps Chirp starting this season? Yeah, Paul, you want to do it? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, you can find the show at Caps Chirp on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and Facebook. You can find me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can find me at Hockey Trollin' with an I-N on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, and that's about it. We're, uh, we, we, share the, we share the other accounts on, on TikTok and whatnot, so... Yeah, anything coming through on Caps Chirp social media, it's just a guessing game on if it's me or Troll. But right. normally, if you know us well enough, you can tell who's doing what. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Um, as far as the shows go, I mean, we're going to try to get all the Metro Division, uh, at least as, as many as possible, on the show before the season launches, which... I realize is probably going to be a little bit much, but throughout the season, we're definitely going to be collabing. I mean, we should probably get some of that Metro round table action going where we can get everybody back in here to take the gloves off and, and duke it out. Um, but, you know, I mean, yeah, we are Monday and Thursdays, just like you guys uh, releasing podcasts twice a week and uh, just loving, loving life here on the hockey podcast network. Let's go. Yeah. We've had a we've had a few former pros on, so uh, it's possible they'll come back. We've had Ole Kolzig twice and Carl Alsner three times. I yeah, think. a few times. Yeah, so absolute beauty. Um, you know, we're gonna probably try to get them back on. So, you know, 
we'll be out there on social. Check yeah. us out. Absolutely. Know your enemy. <laughs> exactly. Know thy enemy. Well, listeners, check them out at the official Caps Chirp podcast. And just if you're watching on YouTube, get one more last look. I'll zoom in here on the hockey troll. Dawn in the black and yellow. Sid the kid and the hockey troll. You got to love it. I mean... We'll we'll double down on our bet this year. We already we already agreed to double down on the bet. I don't know what that means for the punishment, but you know you're on for year two. I think we'll that means a jersey. No, no, it has to be something <laughs> even more embarrassing than the embarrassment that I'm feeling right now. I feel like we'll have to do something because you know I material things. These are all these are all great sacrifices to make, right? But. You know, this fucking dumbass t-shirt cost me like 30 bucks. Fuck me dead. And I, I don't know, like, uh, but I think that we should, I, I don't know, maybe like write up a statement that one of us could say, um, maybe no. bring them on a, on a, on a show and, or something like that. I got a good one. Yeah. The loser, since you guys actually basically live in each other's team's hometowns, um, a loser goes to a Penn's Caps game in the opposing team's gear. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> like, like I would have re- to go to a Penn's Caps game in Pittsburgh with Caps gear, or just a game in Washington. No, you'd have to go to a DC game. Yeah. You'd have to go Ooh, to okay. a game. Uh, rock the red in and rock the red in and like. Be pumped about it too. Like cheer. You can't just sit and caps fucking score goal. You have to like get up and like, you know, at least do the like requisite clap and and the cheer. All right. I like it. I like it. it. You have to film it. All right. I mean, hey, that's that's fine with me because I know I'm gonna win. So I'll I'll look forward. I'll look forward to seeing you and hopefully in your eighty seven up there at PPG Paints Arena. I'll have Horwat go with you or something. That way he can, uh, he can videotape for you. Is so, it the same playoff bet? Yeah, yeah. So whoever and, – and just so everybody knows, the the bet is who goes farther in the playoffs by game, who plays the most games in the playoffs. Um, and so, you know, it's interesting because I was promised this year by my boss that I would get every Penguins-Caps game ticket, two tickets for every game. Uh, at PPC Paint Arena, so or PPG, PPG. Sorry. Uh, so, what? We'll see. Fuck. We'll see. That's not. We'll, we'll have to. We'll have to develop this idea a little bit more. And yeah. I guess you know we could ask the fans. You know, you ask ask your listeners what do they think would be a proper punishment to to up the ante. You know, think about this in like five years. We're gonna have to like go streaking across the ice on. <laughs> It's just a, a small flag, like between the butt cheeks, just running with that. <laughs> I, I, I think I think we we've reached the limit for today. So I'm gonna say thank you guys one last time. Well, we'll have these boys back on at some point this season, and if not, you know we will definitely be on their show. There's gonna be a lot of content to come between the tip of the iceberg and the official Caps Trip podcast. But we're gonna say goodbye for now, and we'll see you guys next time. You can follow us on Twitter at Nick Horwat 41 and at Nick underscore Berlansky. You can also follow the show's Twitter handle at Iceberg Podcast. This podcast can be found anywhere you get your podcasts from, so please subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts. We are brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network.
You can visit them on Twitter at HockeyPodNet or at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. Every team, everywhere.